This is the end of the American empire. We look like blithering idiots now. And the reason we look like blithering idiots is because we are blithering idiots. Joining us for conversation is the founder of 321gold and 321energy.com. He is also a world-renowned, best-selling author of my favorite books regarding investing and politics. And he is one of the most respected names in the natural resource space. I'm speaking of none other than the legendary Bob Moriarty. Mr. Moriarty, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. It's, it's really good to talk to you. Your timing is perfect. Sir, it's an absolute delight to be speaking with you today, so thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And for everyone joining us today, we will be discussing treason, COVID, and investing. Bob, you're a decorated war pilot with 832 combat missions in Vietnam. I know you're very critical of the role of government, our elected representatives, and the military. And so I wanted to begin our conversation at the Pentagon regarding the allegations surrounding the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, where it has been reported that he may have taken actions exceeding his authority on a number of fronts, beginning with the chain of command. Now, Bob, I referenced your combat experience. Before we delve into the matter, can you provide us with a narrative on General Milley's resume, along with some brief uh, commentary on the accusations surrounding him? Well, uh, here's what's interesting. I think you're using bad terms. These are not allegations. Milley has admitted talking to the Chinese. He has admitted that, that he gave them information that was absolutely inappropriate. Uh, the question of treason is interesting. Uh, treason is one of only three crimes defined in the Constitution, and it requires uh, aid and comfort to the enemy. I, I'm not sure China is the enemy. You know, I, this idea that China is the enemy and Russia is the enemy and Syria is the enemy and Afghanistan is the enemy, I, I don't buy into that bullshit. Uh, I, I think we need to get along with China, but to the extent that he exceeded his uh, rights so far past what was reasonable. Now, you are connected to the military, and I'm well aware of that, uh, and you understand the chain of command. Now, one thing that most civilians don't understand is that Milley is not in the chain of command. He is an advisor to the executive department, to the president of the United States. But Milley doesn't give orders to the military. The Secretary of the Navy, Secretary of the Army, Secretary of the Air Force passes their instructions on to uh, the generals who, who are the head of the military for each of the branches. But Milley is not in the chain of command. So for Milley to decide that he had the right to have a conversation with the Chinese and tell the Chinese, hey, wait a minute, if Trump goes off its rocker and declares war, uh, I'm going to tell you in advance. Uh, legally, he has absolutely no right to do that. Now, uh, I'm not going to go so far as to say that he created treason because by the definition of the Constitution, uh, he did not because I don't see China as the enemy. However, if you look at the lack 
of of any leadership at all in, in the collapse of the uh, American involvement in Afghanistan. The Secretary of Defense should be fired. Mike Milley should be fired. Um, quite bluntly, I would fire every general in, in the Army or the Marine Corps, uh, taking it down to lieutenant colonels. I, I, I would fire every one of those assholes. We spent $2.3 trillion fighting someone who is not our enemy, who is not a threat to the United States. We killed thousands of Americans and contractors. Uh, we, we killed hundreds of thousands of Afghanis who were not our enemies. Uh, and then it, it was the correct decision for Biden and Trump to leave. But the way they left was just totally embarrassing. We left billions of dollars of equipment. We left hundreds of millions of dollars in $100 bills uh, on, on pallets. You know, didn't it occur to somebody, hey, wait a minute, we brought the damn money over here. Why don't we take it with us? They closed <laughs> the Bagram Airport in the middle of the night, removed all the Americans from there. They never talked to the British. They never talked to our allies. I mean, this is, I thought 9-11 was the worst military defeat in U.S. history, but I was wrong. Uh, Afghanistan fall of Kabul is worse. And what, what it's really showing, and I'm pretty sure we've discussed this in the past, this is the end of the American empire. We look like blithering idiots now. And the reason we look like blithering idiots is because we are blithering idiots. We can't hold an honest election. We can't educate our children. We're in debt up to our ears. We can't pay our bills. Uh, God, I mean, how could it possibly get any worse? So that that's the good news. Now, do you want to hear the bad news? <laughs> Absolutely. Give us the bad news. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I've been predicting for months that we were going to have a general crash in October. And I've written articles and posted them, and I compared 1929 to today. In 1929, the Dow peaked on September 3rd. Uh, this year, the Dow peaked, I think, uh, August 27th or August 28th, and that's exactly what I forecast it was going to. It's declined since then. Now, here's what's absolutely critical for your readers and listeners to understand. We are in a liquidity crisis. It may well be blamed on Evergrande in China, but there's a thousand Evergrande's out there. Everybody's bankrupt because they've been spending, spending money they don't have. And the piper just showed up at the back door and said, look, guys, I want to get paid. So we're about to pay the piper. We're not in a general collapse of the stock market. We're in a collapse of the stock market. We're in a collapse of the price of gold and silver. We're in a collapse of Bitcoin. We're in a collapse of NFGs for farts. Okay. We're going to have to restore... Uh, we're going to have to go back to honest money. If we don't, we're never going to come out of this. The United States is bankrupt. The EU is bankrupt. Everybody's bankrupt. Uh, I've been predicting a crash. So far, 
I am absolutely on track. I think that what people are saying in the price of gold and silver stocks has nothing to do with the stocks themselves. It has everything to do with everybody is selling everything they can just to get liquid. Now, you and I are doing this interview on Sunday, and I've been working hard all day today and yesterday on an article to be posted tomorrow. Uh, Monday, the whatever day, the 20th, 20th of September, uh, is a full moon, and full moons typically uh, are turning points, either the tops or bottoms. Uh, the DMSI for silver and gold uh, is doing exactly what it did in 2008 at exactly the same time. Uh, I, I think there will be a relief rally, but for the next six weeks or two months, instead of thinking about investing, you need to be thinking about picking up really exceptional stocks uh, on the bargain basement table, putting in stink bids. It is not a time to panic. It's the time of the greatest financial opportunity of an investor's lifetime. If you understand what's going on, and I believe that I do, and I believe that I've been pretty candid about it, uh, you'll be just fine. Bob, that was a loaded response. I want to finish where you just ended here. So speak, sticking with resource stocks, can you share some resource stocks that have your attention at the moment? Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to read the title of my piece, okay? Uh, it's called Harvest Time Approaches for Low-Hanging Fruit. Uh, it will be dated September 20th. It will be out in the morning. And these are in no particular order. So these aren't necessarily the order in which I would do stuff. These are all exceptional bargains. L. Oro Resources, Cartier Iron, SK Mining, Newfound Gold, Labrador Gold, Sokomen Minerals, White Rock Minerals, Novo Resources, Lion One Minerals, I-80 Gold Corp, Neo Battery, Goliath Resources, Solus Minerals. And you and I had talked about, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we were granite. talking. Well, we were just talking about Granite Creek Copper and the metallic group of companies. But yes, in particular, Granite Creek Copper. Yeah, uh, same thing there. They're doing exceptional work. I'll try to throw them in the article too. But here's the key: anybody who says, you know, uh, you, you only want to own one stock—that's nonsense. These stocks are cheap now. There's an excellent chance they could get cheaper. You want to put in stink bids. If nothing else has changed but the price, then you should be buying stocks. You absolutely should sell it. Now, I'll give you one perfect example. Do you have any idea of the range of Labrador gold in the last three months? Oh, it's fluctuated wildly. And, and for no reason other than it's on sale. That's kind of to the premise of what you're saying. Labrador gold yeah. is just remarkable. Yeah, I mean, it's a liquidity crisis and people selling Labrador gold just because they could. Labrador gold hit a high of $1.85, and I think it's 73. Let me, let me look. It's 78 cents now. Labrador gold 
is down 60% in the last three months, and there's nothing wrong with it. Now, that's a perfect example of what I say in my books. If you want to make a profit investing in resource stocks, you have to be willing to trade the stocks. And anybody that wants to buy Labrador Gold, hold it forever. Yeah, it's a great stock. It's going to go a lot higher. But why would you go through a 60% decline if you could have taken some money off the table? Now, Labrador Gold's been as cheap as, I think, 12 cents mm -hmm. in the last two years. So if stock goes from 12 cents to $1.85, if you do not take some money off the table, you're stupid. <laughs> and and to go with that, that, that theme, and I know you get this question a lot, Labrador Gold, is it basically a, a discounted price of, of newfound gold because they're both on the Appleton Fault Zone and you just have the most recent release with uh, Labrador Gold, pristine gold? It doesn't get better. Well, uh, here's the deal. That's a, a, an interesting question. Labrador Gold is identical to newfound gold. It's just six months behind newfound gold. They're on exactly the same fault. They're getting similar kind of intercepts. Now, whether they will have as, as big a deposit, newfound gold is absolutely a gigantic deposit. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's going to be five or 10 million ounces gold. It's, it's going to be staggering. That, that By far, they are going to be the cheapest gold mining company in the world. It's similar to the Swan Zone at Fosterville, except it's much closer to the surface, similar grades, similar intercepts, and, and quite bluntly, I'd far rather be in Canada than in, in Australia. I mean, I'll, I'll be real candid. In Australia, the government is ordering Nazi uniforms for everybody working for the government. Hmm. Interesting, if you weren't aware of that. And Bob, I know everyone's going to uh, get on me if I don't ask you this, but you referenced that gold and silver may be going down based on all the calamity surrounding us. Is that correct? Oh, yes and no. I, I do believe we're going to have a bounce back rally. But uh, and if investors don't believe me, all they have to do is go to Kitco and look at the historical results. From September of 2008, until December of 2008, gold and silver did nothing except move sideways. They went up a little bit, down a little bit, up a little bit, down a little bit. Uh, there was a clear-cut top in March of 2008, but it literally had to go into 2009 before there was a big move. So I, I think that gold and silver uh, could suffer from the lack of liquidity or the liquidity event for several more months. And I'm not saying sell it at all. I, I'm saying, you know, be aware that that's what it did last time and it could well do it again. And are you a buyer right now of precious metals? And if you are, which ones? Uh, if platinum came down another 100 bucks or 200 bucks, I would be throwing money at it. I have a substantial position in silver primarily, platinum secondarily, and gold third. Uh, but I, it's an insurance policy. That's like ask me, Bob, it, if you knew everything was going to go to hell, would, would you cancel the insurance policy on your house or on your car? And my answer would be no. 
uh, gold, silver, platinum are my insurance policy. They're not what I use to make money. To make money, I invest in resource stocks. And, and I'll be candid. I do very well in resource stocks because I do exactly what I tell people to do in my books. And I'll be very candid. I do exactly what you do. <laughs> I follow the recommendations that you have. I shouldn't say recommendations, just the practical common sense that you have in your books. I apply them. And then everyone asks me, well, how are you able to determine the companies that you select, Maurice, on, on your website? It's very simple. It is just using the methodologies that you employ in your books. They, again, I benefit nothing, ladies and gentlemen, from you purchasing these books. But I would highly encourage you, if you go to my website, provenimprobable.com, if you look at the education tab, there are about three or four books by Mr. Moriarty. They are beyond endorsements uh, on my behalf. You have to get them. My children read them. It is, to me, a legacy product. It's not based on just today. It's practical wisdom that you can employ for the rest of your life and share for generations. Now, Bob, can we go back to D.C.? Because I know you have some comments regarding uh, COVID. Uh, <clears throat> this gets interesting because if I told you everything that I know about COVID and you put your uh, video up on YouTube, they would remove it period, uh, depending on how much you want me to go into. But I, I've been absolutely candid for 18 months. Everything you're being told about COVID is a lie. It is a bad flu. If you look at the real numbers of mortality, it's no more than a bad flu. The elites, and I'm talking about the Davos crowd and the World Economic Forum and WHO and NIH, uh, the elites and the mainstream media have turned this into some kind of uh, fear porn. But ev everything you're being told by the media, everything you're being told, I want to be totally candid there, everything you're being told is a lie. Uh, we know how to prevent it. We know two different cures for it. We know that the vaccine is not a vaccine. It's gene therapy, and it doesn't work. Now, how do I know it doesn't work? Well, I look at Israel, who gave everybody one jab, and it didn't change anything. So they gave people a second jab. And that didn't change anything. So they gave them a booster, and that didn't change anything. And now they're talking about a fourth booster, and that isn't going to change anything. There is no vaccine for colds because cold viruses change every year. They change several times a year. The same thing is true for this so-called flu we call covid it's going to change constantly. There never will be a vaccine that will work for it. Uh, a doctor who was with the Navy had access to all the Navy records. And what she found was that for young people in the service, and of course, this is people from about 1840, uh, the chances, there were 20 people who died in the last 18 months from COVID. And the risk of the vaccines was 50 to 60 times higher. And what she made an excellent point of, we know that it's going to kill 50 to 60 times more 
than the 20 who died from COVID. And the real issue is, is it going to be even worse than that? And there's a good chance it will be worse than that. Uh, it, it's, it's the only medical advance that I can think of in history that one does work. And the fact that it does work is blamed on the people who didn't use it. And if you think about that, that's pretty close <laughs> to the definition of insanity. <laughs> I was just going to make that comment because I recall, uh, was it last week, that the uh, vice president made the comment that the unvaccinated need to get their shot to protect the, va- the vaccinated. I'm sorry. And I just shook my head. I said, you can't, you, you can't make this up. That, that sounds, I used a different word, retardated. Uh, <laughs> Bob, what is a vaccine supposed to do? <laughs> it's supposed to protect. It's supposed, supposed to make money for, for Bill Gates and Fauci. What the hell do you think they have wanted, <laughs> wanted to do? And speaking of them, how do they fit into the narrative? Because they're critical in this conversation. Fauci and Gates? Yes, sir. They own the damn patents. It's their medicine. Okay, it's like, and I'm going to mispronounce this, so I hope everybody for, forgives me. Remdesivir, whatever the hell that is, that is the official way for American doctors to treat COVID, was in a a trial with three other drugs for Ebola, and they had to drop it from the trial because it was killing 53% of the people who died in the trial. The WHO has come out and clearly said remdesivir doesn't work, don't use it. So Fauci likes to use the term follow the science. Well, if you follow the science, the WHO says Fauci is a goddamn liar. But he is <laughs> making a lot of money out of it. I mean, you got to give him credit for that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, let me ask you this as well. We've covered the problem. Let's look at the solution. Now, I know you're not a doctor, but just using practical common sense, what actions are you taking regarding COVID? Well, I'm going to give you a pitch on a really great book. Okay. And the really great book is called Nobody Knows Anything. And the reason I called it that is because nobody knows anything. There are no experts. There are no gurus. There's only fools claiming to be experts and gurus. We know how to prevent it. You do it with vitamin D and zinc. We know how to cure it, and we've known how to cure it for 18 months, and you can do that with either HCQ. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're witnessing was a takeover of my laptop. Now, Bob was not aware of what had just occurred until after the interview, and I've done over 400 interviews on YouTube And this has never occurred to me. But while we were doing this interview, during this subject matter, my laptop was taken over by a third party. I could see the mouse moving. I could see that the recording had stopped. I tried to bring the recording back. Then my screen went entirely blank. And then my desktop became disoriented once I came back on. So that's the reason you're seeing this break right here. But I wanted to share that with you of a paper in 2005 where he was talking about uh, chloroquine and hydrochloroquine HCQ 
and he said they showed remarkable tendencies to be antiviral. So Dr. Tony Fauci of 2005 thought HCQ was a really great idea, but Dr. Tony Fauci of 2020 thinks, oh God, you're, you're not even allowed to talk about that. You can't talk about it, HCQ. Uh, there is a second drug called ivermectin, and there's a number of, of papers. I mean, like there's over 50 papers. If you got ivermectin and you take ivermectin, uh, it will cure uh, COVID. And, and COVID's not really COVID. It's damn flu. Hang on just a minute. Let me get some. Somebody came to visit me and spent two weeks here with me. And they brought me four packs of this. There are four pills in here. The price is in Mexican pesos. Now, 120 Mexican pesos is six bucks. Okay. Six bucks worth of these pills will cure COVID. Okay. Now, the really funny thing is that uh, Rolling Stone has been putting out bad information. You, you can actually get ivermectin. Everybody who raises cattle or sheep or horses uh, has access and uses ivermectin, and it's the same damn stuff. Uh, the FDA came out and said, look, uh, horses and cows use ivermectin. You're not a horse or a cow. Don't use ivermectin. <laughs> well, what, what, what the FDA failed to mention was horses and cows drink water. So if horses and cows drink water, does that mean you shouldn't drink water? I, I, I can't come to grips with that. <laughs> Again, practical common sense. Bob, in closing, what would you like to say to your subscribers? Okay, uh, actually, we're talking to your subscribers right now. <laughs> my subscribers are going to have to come to my website and see what I have to say about them, and they can do that tomorrow. Uh, one of the things I'm going to say, and I do say this in the article that I'm working on right now, I, I happen to go to Amazon just to look up the price of nobody knows anything and uh, basic investing in resource stocks, and for 10 bucks. You could pick my brains. And with all the crap that is going to go on in the next six weeks, anybody who is too cheap to spend 10 bucks, uh, if you spend the 10 bucks at, and you conclude that I'm an utter idiot, write me and tell me, and I'll throw the email away. <laughs> Every person that I've spoken to that has purchased the book, it is a common theme. It is an amazing, simple read, and they have benefited from it. I have yet to have anyone contact me and say, you know, this was this is just a, a waste of my, my four or five bucks here. No, it's a resounding, almost, this is underpriced. <laughs> That's what I get to tell them. Well, strange enough, and you just raised a really good point. When I went to Amazon and I saw what these books were selling for, I thought about it. I thought, you know, Bob, you're being too nice a guy. You need to, like, quadruple the price of those books. Those are really books. Really good books. Uh, but it, it, in all seriousness, if if you've got a listener or a viewer 
who, who's too cheap to spend 10 bucks for those books. They have no business being in the resource field. Those are good books. Absolutely. Couldn't say it better. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? You, you, you didn't ask me about the goats and the roof. <laughs> I was going to go there. Are they still there? Are they still keeping you company? <laughs> well, sort of. Okay. What, what we've discovered is that it's not a goat. It's a dormouse. And a dormouse is different than a regular mouse. Uh, for one thing, they're a lot smarter than a regular mouse. I've got uh, mouse poison all over the place. If you walk across my room, you're going to go to the emergency room. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he won't eat it. I, I put traps out, and the little booger keeps me up at night. I, you know, I wouldn't mind it so much if you'd sleep at night when normal people do. Yeah, you know, just to provide some context, if you're joining us for the first time, it was about a year ago you had, you were hearing sounds on your roof, and I said goats, and you said goats. Why would, that's, that's illogical basically <laughs> next thing you know i sent you a picture of some goats on in a tree <laughs> and then, that's where we got to where we are right now <laughs> yeah no goats it was a doorbell but he's still around actually he or she i'm not sure about sex <laughs> all right bob for someone that wants to learn more about your work please share the website address uh three to one gold and three to one energy and I highly encourage people to take a look. There are things that are going to happen in the next six weeks that are going to shock you and surprise 99.9% of the time. We are going to go through an immense crisis that's just starting now. Uh, and, and I'm going to do my very best to keep my readers uh, advised to where we stand. Mr. Moriarty, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you the absolute best, sir. Good deal. Thank you. It's always fun. Always. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.